Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from Rapidly Rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xonophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's program, we're going to hit our stride. We'll hear from some entertainers have some little bits of music, we'll stream some music, and enjoy some lollipops. But before all of that, this being the final Rapidly Rotating Records show of 2019, I want to take the time now, before we get into the music and I run out of time, to convey my most sincere thanks to everyone for listening. Whether you just discovered the show this year, or have been listening since the very beginning in July of 2000, And I want to offer an extra measure of thanks to those who have sent emails, posted comments to the website and Facebook pages, made requests or topic suggestions, or contributed to the show and the station. And KISL wouldn't even be on the air without the generous support of the Catalina Island Performing Arts Foundation and the hard work and dedication of Jordan Monroe, Bruce Knopper, and David Markowitz. Because of all of you, I can do what I love doing, sharing that great toe-tapping music of the 1920s and 30s, which is what I'm going to do right now. Last week for the Savannah segment, I intended to play Savannah River Stride, but ran out of time. So here it is this week to start off a stride segment. Up on the side. 
Mills Blue Rhythm Band, named after its manager, Irving Mills, who also guided the careers of Duke Ellington and Cab Calloway, with E-flat Stride, recorded December 20, 1935, but unissued. Before that, James P. Johnson with a piano solo of his tune, Boogie Woogie Stride, recorded July 2, 1942. We started that stride set with the Aiken County String Band and Savannah River Stride. The Aiken County String Band was likely from Graniteville, South Carolina. On September 19, 1927, they made six sides for OK in a mobile recording studio in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and remarkably, all six were issued. Not one single member of the band has been identified, and even the Aiken County Historical Museum has no information on them. Some of the other titles they recorded were Carolina Stompdown, Charleston Rag, and Harrisburg Itch. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. In the mid-1890s, Scott Joplin was furthering his musical education at George R. Smith College in Sedalia, Missouri, where he was known as The Entertainer. And, of course, one of his most recognizable tunes is The Entertainer. But the title of Entertainer is also applied to each of the artists in this set of rapidly rotating records by some other entertainers.
singing pretty melodies. I'm jealous of the pretty flowers too, because they always catch the fragrant I'm jealous of the tick-tock on the shelf Why am even getting jealous of Where'd you get that mule? I bought him from a fellow down the road here a while ago. Well, is he a pretty good one? Pretty good mule, please. Well, let's see if George can ride him. Can All you ride right. him, George? Well, can ride him. Let her go. Hard ride. Hard ride. Oh, you didn't ride that mule, let me ride him. All right, get on him. All right, oh boy. Get on him, boy, don't let him pull you off. Hold on. Oh, 
If you do an internet search on Buck and Mule, you'll see lots of posts about the cocktail-inspired herb and spice beer made with lime peel, ginger, rye, and citra hops called Buck and Mule, produced by the Great Lakes Brewing Company in Ohio. But we just heard a different Buck and Mule, the traditional country tune performed by the Southern Moonlight Entertainers. In the summer of 1929, Brunswick teamed up with the Knoxville, Tennessee furniture company Sturchy Brothers and set up a recording studio inside the St. James Hotel. There were 40 groups and solo artists at the St. James Sessions, and the second act to record on the first day, August 27th, following the Tennessee Ramblers, were the Southern Moonlight Serenaders. The group consisted of fiddler George Rainey and his sons Albert, Willie, and Marvin, better known as Dude, and fiddler Luther Llewellyn. They were coal miners by profession but were part-time musicians and had recorded in Kentucky with the Cumberland Mountain Entertainers and in the 30s were heard on radio station WNOX as the famous Rainey Brothers. The boys recorded ten sides at the St. James Hotel, more than any other act, and Buck and Mule was issued on Vocalion 5407. Before Buck and Mule, we heard the Marigold Entertainers with Jealous, composed by Jack Little, with the Tommy Maley and Dick Finch lyrics sung by Art White. The Marigold Entertainers were led by Oscar Westland, and the band was taken over by Aisham Jones shortly after this record was made in Minneapolis around March of 1929. We started that entertaining set with the Sheridan Entertainers asking what do we do on a do-do-dewy day, written by Howard Johnson, Charlie Tobias, and Al Sherman. The Sheridan Entertainers was a pseudonym for Al Lynch and his orchestra on the banner label, and it was Al Lynch who provided the vocal on that July 6, 1927 recording. For this segment, we're going to play just some little bits of music, beginning with George Olson and his music. Bad, a little bit bad, I don't mean anything wrong 
a little lovin' now and then. Though I shouldn't steal, who wouldn't? A wee little kiss means oceans of bliss when you've been good for so long. Oh, isn't it a shame and a crime? I feel like making up for lost time. I'm like a bird in a cage, therefore an age trying to break out. I don't know which way to turn, but I'm willing to learn what it's all about. I try to be good, was misunderstood. I'm almost tempted to fall. Guess I'll put in a net. I'm a little bit bad, that's all.
the Savoy Orpheans at the Savoy Hotel, London, in September of 1925 with I'm a Little Bit Fonder of You, written by Irving Caesar. I'm a Little Bit Fonder of You is from the two-act Broadway musical comedy Mercenary Mary, which opened at the Longacre Theater on April 13, 1925, and ran for 136 performances, closing on August 8th. Before that, Jimmy Bertrand's Washboard Wizards with Little Bits, written by Jimmy Blythe. Vocalion 1035 was recorded in Chicago on May 29, 1925. We started the segment with George Olson and his music with The Little Bit Bad, composed by Larry Conley and Al Eldridge. Fran Fry sang the Benny Davis lyrics on that November 17, 1925 Victor record, catalog number 19852. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. For no particular reason, this segment is all about streams. Well, there is a reason, but I'm not going to go into that. Here's Willard Robison and his orchestra.
I told you of my love under starlit skies above Beside a lazy stream all the world was mine When I gently pressed your hand you just seemed to understand Beside a lazy stream all the world was mine And as each silver ripple kissed the shore along the lane I would take you in my arms and kiss you once again When I said sweetheart to you And you blushed and said I do Beside a lazy stream For the world was mine King of 
from all the way back on October 10th, 1911, down by the Old Mill Stream. Words and music by Tell Taylor, who also brought us Rock Me to Sleep in an Old Rocking Chair, and I Love You Best of All. The Victor Ledgers credit the Hayden Quartet, but the label of Victor 17,000 bills Harry McDonough, John H. Beeling, William F. Hooley, and Reinald Werenrath as simply Chorus. Before that, Frank Black and his orchestra were beside a lazy stream in March of 1928. The vocalist was Scrappy Lambert, and Beside a Lazy Stream was written by Bud Cooper, Nick Lucas, and Sam H. Stepped. Depending on where you are, disc-shaped or spherical hard candy on a stick may be referred to as a sucker, sticky pop, or lolly, but the most common name, and the one I grew up with, is lollipop. The first use of the term lollipop was in 1796. One source claims that modern lollipops were invented in 1908 by George Smith of New Haven, Connecticut, who named them after a racehorse of the time, lollipop. And he was issued a trademark for the name on October 31, 1931. Unfortunately for Mr. Smith, because of spelling variations over the years, the trademark couldn't be maintained. Well, I've got several lollipops for you, and the best part is these musical lollipops won't harm your teeth. Here are the Ponce sisters. What you got behind your back? A lollipop? Won't tell ya. Don't have to. Why? Because it's all over your face. Think they're now smarty. Bet you'll never guess where we're going next Sunday. I can hardly wait until that one day comes along. Every kitty there has a regular fun day. It's the one and only place. Have a sticky face Cause every blade of grass is Covered with molasses Where the lollipops grow Jesus, row after row You can help yourself You know where to go When your tummy tickles You don't need no nickel Where the lollipops grow Everything is free and Holly G, I bet you wish and wish that you were me. The farmer in the dell, he snoozes by the well, where we make mud pies. And when we want to chase, we splash him in the face. When he shuts his googly eyes, and me and Jackie Horner found a cozy corner for a nice bungalow. Cause we're thinking of falling in love Down where the lollipops grow There's strawberry, raspberry, lemon, lime, and peppermint Wild cherry, gooseberry, peach, licorice Oh golly, by golly, down among the lollipops Every lollipop is so delish Let me give you one 
felt a bee leaning on me down where the lollipops singing by a lollipop by a lollipop you'll hear his bell ringing by a lollipop try a lollipop stop and he'll ask you how many the moon on a stick for a penny you'll hear children echoing by a lollipop by a lollipop merrily swinging along we all can be just as happy as he just by singing when anything goes wrong like the man with a lollipop song cantarlo, no podemos comprarlo, no vale dinero a mí. Sing that tra-la-la-la-le-pop song. Oh, go away, Willie. Give me a little of that, honey. Oh, no, keep your nasty hands off it. Why, honey? Now, I want something so bad. I want your nasty hands on it. Why, honey? Because it's mine. I ain't gonna give you none of my things. Oh, give me a little bit. No. Just a teeny-weeny little bit. No, now. Why? I'll tell you the reason why. Well, well, let me know, sugar. Now, listen here. Willie Brown. Mm -hmm. Ain't no use you keep hanging around. You want it? I sure do. <laughs> oh, it looks so good. It do. <laughs> I wouldn't give you a piece, honey, if I could. Now, now, Mary. What? You is making me blue. Why, Willie? Cause I can't give 
none to you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll play ring around roses, even play hopscotch, but I can't give you none of my lollipops. Yeah, you can. I know Fanny's got one. Yeah, she got one. And thinks it's fine. It is. <laughs> but I bet you, Nicka, baby, it ain't as good as mine. I don't know. You know, Tommy? And Johnny mm-hmm. and cute little Joe, mm-hmm. why they wouldn't go to school till I give them some more. Yeah. Now, and if you try to take it, I'll call a cop, cause I ain't gonna give you none of my lollipops. None of my lollipops. Look here. What? Uh-huh, honey. Uh, give me a little bit. I ain't. Look here, I'll give me a little bit. No. I'll give you a nickel for it. I ain't gonna give you nothing. Oh, just a little bit. No, I'm gonna tell my mom. Oh, I don't care if you tell your mom. You give me a little of yours, and when I get some, I'll give you one of mine. I don't want yours. Huh? I don't want yours. Well, I want yours, and I'm gonna tell you why, honey. Why? I'll tell you what you do. (laughs) Look here, I'll play mom and papa until it's night. Oh, will you? You can beat up my oh, goody, goody. if you treat me right. But here's one thing I'm guarding mm-hmm. with all my might. Yeah, honey, and I can see good and well that you sure is sitting on it tight. Yes, sir. I ain't gonna give you none, so let me be. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm keeping it for myself. It means so much to me. Well, honey, give me a little old candy. Uh, let the argument drop. No, cause your lips will never touch my lollipop. No, no, Not this mama's
There's a fun record, The Carolinas with Lolling Around with the Lolly, written by Roy Turk and Lou Handman. Cameo 1103 was recorded on February 7, 1927. Before that, we heard Hunter and Jenkins and Lollipop, recorded by Vocalion January 4, 1933. I last played that record in 2005. That's right, on the October 2nd show. And remember, sometimes a lollipop is just a lollipop. Hunter and Jenkins were Leola Pettigrew and Wesley Wilson, who began working together in 1905 and were married seven years later. Leola's stage name was Coot Grant, and the pair was variously billed as Coot and Wilson, Kid and Coot, and Hunter and Jenkins. They appeared in musical comedies, vaudeville, traveling shows and reviews, and appeared and recorded with artists such as Fletcher Henderson, Mez Mesro, Sidney Bechet, and Louis Armstrong. They published about 400 songs, including Gimme a Pigfoot, which was a hit for Bessie Smith. Hunter and Jenkins were preceded by Buddy Marino, with Dick Jurgens in his orchestra with the Man with the Lollipop song. That's from OK 6420, recorded September 19, 1941. We started off the segment with a very charming record by the Ponce sisters, Ethel and Dorothea, a lovely name since it was that of my mother, singing about where the lollipops grow for Columbia on November 7, 1928. Dan Dougherty wrote the tune, but the words were written by the duo's father, Phil Ponce, who in 1932 was Fats Waller's first manager. Phil Ponce was also a composer, author, publisher, radio executive, and music entrepreneur, which probably didn't hurt the sisters' career. In addition to recording, they sang on radio, toured the vaudeville circuit, performed in Manhattan theaters, and in 1930, appeared in three MGM short films. Oh, look, we have a couple of guests here in the studio. Tell me, what what did you think of the show? What a grand collection of records. Weren't they marvelous? Do you know, I feel sort of sentimental about them. Will you ever forget it? How could I? It's thrills like these that make memories of a lifetime. Why, thank you. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I want to wish you all a safe, healthy, happy, and extraordinarily prosperous new year filled with hope and peace. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, particularly because it will be the next year, and we'll be living in the 20s once again. And of course, as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) 